it would be a Festivus miracle if you could remember the name of this ride. <laughs> whiskey, whiskey, the singer's getting sore. We raise the roof, now we're lowering the floor. The band is blistered, but we got a little more. When I say one, two, Welcome to the Whiskey Topic, the weekly podcast that tends to get off topic. My name is Mark Bylock. I'm the author of The Whiskey Cabinet, and my co-host is Jamie Johnson, who runs a private but approachable bourbon club here in Toronto, Canada. You can also find our podcast on the website whiskey.buzz. If you want another song on and on goes the ring of the bell. Off we go this song. It's December 23rd, and this is episode 41 of The Whiskey Topic. And I'm here as always with Jamie Johnson. And um, today we're going to be celebrating Festivus. So infuriating because I love Christmas so much that <laughs> we're going to have to do a big double Christmas episode next year i mean i guess i guess the biggest part is the festivus poll so if you're not familiar with festivus um I'll, I'll give the quick quick run back um festivus is something that was started on seinfeld it was uh called festivus for the rest of us uh, a holiday that doesn't require any kind of religion or tradition or anything else it's just there's basically a poll which doesn't have any tinsel on it it's just a poll and um and there's like four different steps five different steps of the festivus dinner um, and we're going to go through those steps, including the airing of grievances <laughs> step of the dinner. Um, so we're going to go through that uh, today. There's, um, basically, what I got from Wikipedia is this was originally started by Daniel O'Keefe in uh, O'Keefe, rather Daniel O'Keefe, uh, in a book that he wrote. This is a family tradition he had, and of course, um, Seinfeld uh, took it over and made it a little bit more interesting, including added, including adding the Festivus poll. I reject the notion of a Festivus poll. I'm going to keep my Christmas tree going. Well, does your Christmas tree have tinsel on it? No, it doesn't actually, which is kind okay. of a bummer because I love tinsel, obviously. <laughs> it really appeals to me. <laughs> <laughs> why do you love tinsel? Because well, it's shiny. It's pretty. It looks nice. <laughs> I don't know why you would want to see. Now, here's the airing of my grievances. Why would you? Why would you reject tinsel? Well, I, I just feel like it gets everywhere. It's like tinselly and just. I mean, I can understand if you have dogs and you don't want them eating the tinsel, but yeah. But like, if you don't have dogs and you want everything to look pretty, you should just put tinsel. Just put tinsel on everything. Actually, that's hmm. that's good. Just throw it around your house. I haven't been exposed to tinsel in a very long time. I have to say, I, I can't remember the last time I've seen tinsel. I mean, I'm sure I've seen it like passing through like a store or something, but. Yeah. I mean, just like in spending time the with the wrong people, Bylock. <laughs> but your Christmas tree does not have tinsel on it. It doesn't. It doesn't. Maybe by the time you come over on Sunday, we'll get some tinsel for it. That sounds great for your pajama party birthday. My party. My pajama birthday party. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Anyways, there's there are some of my grievances. So we don't officially we don't officially have a festivus poll either of us, no. which is fine. Christmas tree is fine. Do. You know, Jamie and I were talk talking about this before. We're like, well, this is going to be so unlike any other podcast that we do because of the whole air of grievances. There's the feats of strength, the, the Festivus miracle, um, which is usually just some sort of prank. Um, yeah, so we're, this is going to be a completely different episode than any other episode. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, uh -huh. we never air our grievances, ever. Ever, ever. And we're not even, we've already aired grievances we haven't gotten there. I know, we haven't so, even, we literally haven't even started yet, and we've already been complaining. Well, I, I've complained, so... <laughs> <laughs> so the dinner is typically a very kind of like a traditional sort of simple dinner like meatloaf or 
uh, with lettuce. Um, there's usually some alcohol served during dinner, uh, but apparently, um, you know, like this the flask being passed around. So this is not a very fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a very fancy dinner. It's kind of a meat and potato dinner. Um, so uh, our Festivus whiskey for the dinner. What would we carry in our flask? Hey, you could do like you could do like old granddad or something like oh, that, which is like of course it's like of course. you know not expensive. It's like you know delicious, but also it's kind of like you know a meat and potatoes style bourbon, high rye, like kind of gritty. Like it's kind of like you know uncomplicated. Jamie, you win, you win. That that that's the winner right there. You win, old granddad. Old granddad. Highest proof you can find it, but if you can't find the highest proof, just whatever is around. Get some old granddad, that beautiful orange orange bottle is so wicked. I love that (laughs) bottle. It's so cool. It looks wicked. It would be great. Like it just like plopped in the middle of a table. Because no, that's part about old granddad too. Is like uh, a lot of people that don't drink whiskey probably wouldn't have ever tasted it, and you'll be like, "Hey, this is pappy," and they'll be like, "Yeah, totally." <laughs> For the festivus miracle, the, the last thing you'll be like, "This is pappy." You won't know any better anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. So we got our we got our dinner lined up: meat and potatoes, meatloaf, whatever. And we got our old granddad in our flask. I don't think I've ever had meatloaf in my life. Is that going to yeah, be a shocking know. thing to people? I don't know. I think like everybody almost has had meatloaf once. I don't know if I ever. I've had never. I either. know. I've, ne- I've never had meatloaf. I've never had meatloaf before. It's kind. It seems kind of weird to say that out loud. Was I ashamed? Yeah. Like, was I worried that somebody was going to judge me because I've never had meatloaf before? I mean, I, I guess it just seems like something that you would think everybody, everybody would have had. had. Yeah. You know? um, but no, I've, I've don't, I don't even know what meatloaf looks like, to be honest with you. I think it looks like a loaf that's made with meat. <laughs> Ew, that sounds gross. Okay, I've never had a loaf of meat. No, no. But it's like, no, it's like, it's like, Google it. It, lo- <laughs> it looks like. Oh. oh my God, the artist meatloaf came up. <laughs> oh. You thought you were gonna, get, you thought you were gonna get a picture of a meatloaf, and you actually got a picture of meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf, oh, can't stand meatloaf in any variety. I actually like meatloaf, the singer. I knew you did. Of course you did. Of course you did. Of course you did. Oh, there's a spot. There's a spot in my heart for him. Uh, okay, so what's next on the Festivus with the train? What do we do next? So we have our non-pole. We have had dinner. Now, immediately after dinner is the airing of grievances. Oh, boy. And this is where, um, this is where as, Frank Constan- as Frank Costanza says in Seinfeld, I got a lot of problems with you people, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> and consists of each person lashing out at the others <laughs> about the world and about how they have disappointed them the past year. <laughs> oh, no. Welcome to every episode of the Whiskey I know. Topic. <laughs> this is like, this is, yeah, this, I feel like this is familiar territory to us. <laughs> this is very familiar territory. So I, I suggest we pick a whiskey, one, one whiskey that represents oh a bearing of grievances. I, one whiskey. Can I, can I, can I take a guess at what yours is going to be? Oh, you might be wrong. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. What do you think? What I do you feel think? like yours is going to be like anything from Diageo. 
But like maybe <laughs> specifically like the Orphan Barrel like series or something. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Just but no. The airing of grievances of, with an entire company. With the entire company, I've been, I have been balling on Diageo a fair bit. <laughs> you really, you really gave them some. Yeah. Oh man, uh, but you know what? Uh, my my airing of grievances um, one is a Diageo product. The that's not Crown Royal. The Crown oh, Royal. The Crown Royal. Seventy fifth anniversary something or the Monarch edition oh, or something like that. Oh boy, why? Yeah, because um, I actually tastes pretty good. I think it's I think it tastes like I really like it. I uh, is this one of the so uh, Davin? You, you uh, hate that you love it. Is what you're saying? Yes. No, that's exactly it. Because uh, Davin, uh, you know, uh, previous uh, guest on the show wrote wrote the Canadian whiskey uh, book. He uh, he picked that as his favorite Canadian whiskey of the mm-hmm. year. And um, and I'm like, okay, well, if Davin says it's good, I should go out and buy one. I did, and I and I think it's really really great. And I hate everything about it. Mm. It's like it comes in the box, you know. It's a, it's yeah. like a sixty dollar whiskey. It comes in this like gigantic box, and you're kind of like open it up, and you have like that velvety thing, which all Crown Royals do. And then the so that's fine. Like that's kind of nice. It's the presentation's nice, but the top of it is like a twist top gold tacky crown. <laughs> it's just the tackiest thing in the world. Like this is not you know this is not the whiskey of like a modern era. This is not like the you know the youth the youth of today isn't going to go around and be like oh yes I want the the friggin' whiskey with the gigantic friggin' gold plastic crown on top. Um, well, I should say yellow plastic crown on top. Uh, but the whiskey is actually really good. I, it, it's, it's amazing. Like, uh, you know how um, I, when I uh, pour Canadian whiskey, sometimes I get the usual complaint of, oh, it's a little too sweet. They, people find it a little too, too abrasive on the caramel and toffee. And this one is so not that. It's, it's got like – it's Canadian whiskey. It's very clearly Canadian, but it has like a lot of good smoothness to it, a lot of in, – in the best of ways, I mean. And, um, and it's just a very kind of like a whiskey with a lot of character. And it comes in the tackiest bottle, and it's a Diageo product, so it's my airing of grievances whiskey. Oh, that was a pretty good rant. Yeah, that was pretty deep. That was pretty <laughs> you really, deep. You really went off from top to bottom on that whiskey. For something that you love, it's really funny. That's. I really enjoyed it. I really, I was like, wow, this is really good whiskey. I, I had it, like, I opened it up, and I have like had it, like, three days in a row, just being like, no, still liking it. Nope, still liking it. That's so funny. See, I'm really struggling because there's there's the Van Winkle 12 that I really want to love for many, many reasons. I just yeah. don't. There's something about it that I cannot get into that I mm-hmm. cannot like. It really makes me upset because it's hard to get a hold of. It was hard to get a hold of. We had to like go to a dinner and 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 like like play in a lottery. And yes, <laughs> we got two bottles of it. And I was like, yeah, here we go. This is very exciting. And then it was like, meh. And so yeah. it's one of those ones you – I keep going back to it being like, this is going to be the time that I love this whiskey. Like I'm going to be able to like hang out with this for a little bit. Like finally I'm going to feel like – and I just don't love it. And I want to love it. I really do. So that may, that might be my grievance whiskey. Yeah, that, that 12 – and this is where it uh, drives me nuts when people say, well, or 12 and – Pappy are the same thing. I'm like, no, just just have the two twelves next to each other. Just have the two twelves uh, next to each other. Yeah, Weller twelve is better. It just yeah, is. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred The Pappy twelve has the kind of pa- the the Van Winkle characteristic of like, oh, it's um, oh, somebody else is going to complain about me calling yeah, it Pappy twelve. You're going to get some tweets about that one. 
the Van Winkle uh, 12 is uh, has the kind of like that that cherry kind of sweet notes that that you like, but it's it's not. It, it just it, 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 it falls it's, a it's little definitely flat. a happy product, yeah. but it just doesn't doesn't quite give it the way the other the other range does. Now the 10, the 10, uh, the old Rip Van Winkle is a fantastic. I whiskey. love that whiskey. That old Rip Van Winkle is one of my favorite whiskeys really of like the whole year like i just really really love it i think it's a beautiful i think it's just so much rounder and like it's just so much better balanced that 12 just something's going on for me with that one i don't know i'm gonna obviously keep going back to it and trying my best but it's just it's not i don't i don't love it as much as i want to i also have another grievance Someone was mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> more than uh, one. More, more than one. It's not a whiskey, but I've had a lot of people be like, "What um, bourbon should I get from the LCBO?" Which I know for some people in the states, the LCBO, they've, if they haven't heard us rant about it before, here it comes again. <laughs> um, it's our liquor store, our government-run liquor store, and um, there is like no bourbon right now. There's nothing. Yeah. We don't have. Blanton's we don't have like we literally don't have anything other than Wild Turkey 81 Jim Beam White uh Woodford um I I I haven't even seen Buffalo Trace like just Buffalo Trace Uh, I haven't I haven't seen anything there's like five whiskey bourbons available right now um and we like to tell people about Blanton's because like, it's a great gift. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. The bottle is gorgeous. Great. The juice is amazing. So it's it's one of those ones where I like to suggest it. Um, and we can't even get that here right now. So everyone's, you know, a little sad in Ontario with our bourbon selection right now. It's bad. It, it's really bad. I mean, uh, Four Roses Yellow Label is officially officially off the list. Oh it's done. God. We can't even get Four Roses Yellow Label. Um, somebody uh, posted this uh, comment on Whiskey.Buzz. They said that uh, apparently uh, a chain, Kelsey's, bought the rest of the inventory oh of God. Four Roses Yellow Label because they use them in their mudslings. What? <laughs> oh, boy. You want to hear a grievance about that? That's terrible. <laughs> Let me make sure I get this right, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Oh, oh but- it's a sad state of affairs in the Ontario bourbon world right now. There's just nothing picked, yeah, picked there- over. There's absolutely nothing. Um, they, um, yeah. So it's it. And, and Kelsey's is our version of like a chain, um, chain restaurant. Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's like um, I don't know what's a chain in the states like, like a Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TGIF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, they use them in their um, uh, alcohol milkshakes. Oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> Thanks, Chris, for sending in that tip. Who probably works at Kelsey's. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right. Oh, could you imagine, like, no, no, we're, we're making a milkshake. We need the four roses yellow four label. Roses yellow Nothing label. else will do. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> You're making a milkshake for crying out loud. Who cares? Oh, my God. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, there's another grievance. There you go. Well, we don't have to stop there. The, the Aaron grievance is you go around the entire table. Oh, so you good. Can go anywhere so else. I can keep complaining. <laughs> We can keep complaining. Um, my mom, uh, my mom the other day, she, she's, I, um, you know, at the end of the heel party that we had, which we will talk about one day. <laughs> one day. 
I think we've all forgotten everything that happened at the heel party. I forgot the day um, after. I was like, what happened? There's some photos. There's some photos. Let's enjoy oh, those photos. Um, um, but the, uh, my, my, I, my mom came, came over a couple of days later, and I had the, the heel party failed in every way, sense, and form, because <laughs> the whole idea was that I had a bunch of heels, and other people had a bunch of heels, and we'd all bring them over, and we'd just drink the rest of the heels. The reality was... Everybody brought over four or five heels each, and we, of course, did not drink all the heels. So my entire dining room table was filled, well, still is, with heels. It's, yeah. So, that was a bad so, plan. Uh, bad plan. There's going to be a whole new set of rules. We've got a lot of thoughts on this. I, 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 we'll have somebody from the heel party here. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss how to throw a proper heel party because it was a good learning experience. This is, this is the first one. Um, but I gave my mom a bunch of heels because, you know, she, she likes whiskey. And she took the uh, Knob Creek smoke, smoke maple oh, uh, wood, and she's like, she really likes okay. that. I'm like, that, that's great. That's, this is awesome, awesome, awesome. And then she goes, you know, um, I started making uh, my own drink. She's like, oh, what did, what did you make? She's like, well, I take some honey, and I do half honey and melt and, and, like, and then put water, and I heat it up so it dissolves the honey. And then I put that into whiskey. <laughs> what? So she makes honeyed whiskey. She makes her own honeyed whiskey. She does. Is that a grievance? Are you upset about no, that? No, I I'm it's just an amusing <laughs> Yeah, it's actually not a grievance. See, I failed at this. Oh no. I, that wasn't a grievance. No, it's okay. It's okay. Cause it kind of sounds like you're slightly upset about it. <laughs> well, like... I think I think because so, I like handed my mom like some some pappy, some Taylor, yeah. some this, some that, some this, and she's like smoke maple. Oh boy. Creek. <laughs> oh boy Matt, Matt Jones will be happy by that well you know what's really funny was what somebody was like don't open that because once you open it your entire apartment will smell like smoked maple oh that's hilarious so, who brought the smoked maple did Matt no Matt didn't bring the smoked maple no someone else brought it I don't remember well I have a grievance with that person whoever you are <laughs> <laughs> there, there's my there grievance there you go whoever brought the flavored whiskey to the heel party it's a whiskey party. It's not a flavored whiskey oh, party. Come boy. on. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. All right. What else? What else? Grievance. Oh, the next is the feats of strength. All right. Now, this is going to be very simple. This should be very simple. Um, we, um, we're going to take the highest proof whiskeys. In, so feats of strength in, uh, in Festivus is... I uh, typically like an arm wrestle or or something like physical, and whoever wins wins the the feast the the, the feast feats of strength. Um, so we figured since uh, Jamie and I are recording in separate locations, arm wrestling is not going to work. I also don't arm wrestle because once I saw a video of someone breaking their arm while arm wrestling, and I've never been able to watch anyone <laughs> arm wrestle since. So that would never have happened in the first place. Just just to clear that up. <laughs> But hold on, there was that whole movie in the 80s or 90s about the arm wrestling championships. Are you telling me you never watched yeah, that I'm movie? Yeah, I'm telling you, I've never watched that movie. And I would never watch it. But it's that like movie. so you. It's like it's like the dirty da- it's like dirty dancing but of arm wrestling. How dare like... you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> You're like nothing compares to dirty dancing. I'm g- I'm leaving. I'm shutting this down. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this is... No. We slept at the Festivus Miracle. <laughs> Oh, that was the Festivus Miracle. <laughs> Jamie leaving. She's like, no, I'm not talking anymore. I'm done. <laughs> we have our first Festivus uh, Miracle. Oh, no. We can't. Arm wrestling is evil. It's terrible. And I would never participate. And I would never watch a movie about it. And I certainly would never compare it, that terrible movie, to Dirty Dancing. 
Horrible. Yes. I, I don't even know what that movie was called or who it it's starred. It's irrelevant, Mark. We're not talking about it anymore. <laughs> so for our feats of strength, uh, our competition um, is going to be uh, we take the whiskey of the highest proof and whoever has the highest proof whiskey in their cabinet right now wins. All right, so um, let, let's let's do this in a very dramatic fashion. Um, first of all, first of all, let's let's name the whiskey we have. Oh no, oh no, no, this is two percentage. So, the uh, first one obviously is a six. A six? Oh that's, yeah, for yeah. me too. Okay. All right, the get, second okay, one. Okay. All right, the second one is yeah. mine is higher than a five. Damn. Did I already win? You already won. I win. You win. I win. Damn. Really? Oh, because you didn't get the Stag Junior. I got the Stag yeah. Junior, sixty-six point oh five percent, one hundred thirty-two point one proof. I got the highest one that I have is that Taylor Barrel Proof, one hundred twenty-nine point zero proof, sixty-four point five percent. Yeah, that's kind of the lowest proof Taylor they released, I think, because the earlier ones were like one thirty something or another. <sighs> I hate. All right, all right. So I win the. Uh, I feet hate festivals of strength. So much. I'm furious. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe uh, we'll see next year what day the Wednesday <laughs> falls in on, and uh, Damn it, Mark. what holiday. Well, actually, I can look at that now. Let's move forward to get out your calendar. I bought a new agenda. You'd be very happy to oh. know. A big oh, you did agenda book. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's my favorite thing to do is buy a 2016 agenda. Is there a particular like model that you go for? A particular yeah, there's style? like Kate Spade does really pretty ones, and so oh. I I I buy a Kate Spade agenda for myself for Christmas. No, you pick it with what kind of pen that you use for the no. for the agenda. No, you just not whatever whatever pen's nearby. Whatever pen is nearby. So yeah. not like the one millimeter blah blah blah. Ball no, that's Trent that... though. Trent will walk into like a grand and toy with like a sample pen of the exact kind of pen that he wants. I'm not kidding. <laughs> of course he does. I la- I know. He's he is hilarious. I am a disaster. He is so well put together that he brings a sample pen with him <laughs> to shop for more pens. It's <laughs> We, we couldn't be more opposite in that manner <laughs> so you might just be that you've got really good pens all around you you wouldn't even notice if you just like, well whatever. yeah <laughs> that's a really good point actually it's I like benefit. Trent, Trent went drinking to whiskey he's like well I have so many choices thanks Jamie <laughs> like, I don't really care what kind of whiskey I'm drinking it's because you're drinking grit stuff Trent <laughs> exactly and I am just you know living my life with the most primo pens ever thanks to him there completely unaware completely unaware completely unaware if anything ever happened to us and I had to like and I was living my own life with crappy pens, then I'd really I'd be like, oh, remember those days when you had great pens? <laughs> indeed. That indeed. was the life. That was the life. All right. Back to fast, fast, t- this terrible, this terrible holiday <laughs> that I'm not enjoying at all. <laughs> not enjoying it at all. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll be happy to know that uh, the Wednesday next year doesn't fall on either holiday so we'll, we'll just do a christmas episode next yes week, we will yes. do a christmas episode um <laughs> we should do a hanukkah episode as well the 12 yep. whiskeys we could do that uh, yes we could do yeah. each each year we could do like a different uh holiday <laughs> i love that we started with festivus this is so i know because it's such a it's just such a bullshit holiday sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know there are people everywhere are celebrating festivus i know i know i've seen some of them on twitter good for them that's very good it's great I just don't like it because I lost at a game. <laughs> you, you're, you've been better, very bitter since that. You're like, oh. very bitter. I just shut right down. You're like, I didn't um, get my stag. Da, da, da. <laughs> oh, no, I actually got bitter after the whole arm wrestling thing. You're like, that's it. That's it. You're done. 
Um, the Festivus Miracle. So the Festivus Miracle was, uh, for true Festivus fans, was not introduced until later um, episodes of Seinfeld. And um, typically it had an, an, something that Kramer mentioned and started and during the Festivus celebration in which he tries to basically prank people. Um, so he tried to prank Jerry Seinfeld's girlfriend into believing that Jerry was che- cheating on her and tried to create uncomfortable situations for Elaine. So basically the Festivus Miracle is not that different from the airing of grievances. Just It's just like a prank. Or it's a miracle that's not really a miracle. I guess a miracle that's that's pre-established or, 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 or a prank that's that's planned out. So our Festivus Miracle Whiskey. Oh, boy. So I didn't pick one ahead of time. I, I have no... Ch- I have, I'm going to go... I'm going to let you go first, Jamie, because I have no idea. I have no idea. I honestly don't know. I don't. I can't. I can't figure out how to co- contextualize a whiskey in this manner. So I guess okay. So the the obvious one would be uh, Templeton Rye, right? It's uh, th- that was the rye that got sued and uh, eventually um, settled the lawsuit, a class action lawsuit where uh, they claimed to be handcrafted and had a like a um, uh, prohibition era recipe. Uh, but it was, you know, it was MGP uh, rye, which is great. And then they would, they would add like uh, flavoring to it and everything else. So redemption rye would be a festivist miracle because, you know, it wasn't quite what the bottle was claiming. Um, it, it was trying to be a tricky, tricky whiskey. Um, so that would be kind of like a festivist miracle whiskey. Um, bullet rye, I guess would be a good example too, which I think is delicious rye, really like crowd, crowd pleasing rye. Um, you so know, are we like, talking any rye that comes out of MGP? Yeah, see, that's what I'm trying to think of something a little more original. Is there a more original? Because that would be exactly any rye that comes out of MGP. George no, I love rye. it. I think it's a. I think it's totally appropriate. Okay, we could just, there you we go. could just blanket those. Yeah, we could just take all of those and say, yeah, for sure. MGP, and which which won the uh, distillery of the year for uh, whiskey advocates, which I I think is great. Like that's uh, they they do a really great job, um, and they do a lot of different mash bills and. Um, and it's a good distillery. They they know what they're doing, um, and they're really really leading a lot of American rise. Yeah, which is who cares how big they are? I mean, we've had yeah. this discussion before about craft or what's craft, and you know what what isn't, and you know the they got there's something to be said for big distilleries uh, doing it well. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. Our festivus miracle is MGP in every way, shape, or form. Should not be making good rise, and yet. They're doing pretty damn good. They're yep. doing great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, as long as the as long as whoever it is is being honest about it, then there shouldn't be any problems. <laughs> exactly. Whatever brand it is. So yeah. There you go. Oh. It's a festive. This is a crap holiday, by the way. <laughs> I don't mean to be offensive. I hope no one really takes this seriously. <laughs> I hope nobody takes me that seriously. <laughs> Really? I was going to say, I, I hope this isn't one of those things where, like, it's, like, like hate speech or something, because, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> you I... be like, your beliefs are dumb. <laughs> no, I... Why do you have a poll? I know. I should, I should be, I should just be nicer. But... <laughs> any, any, any holiday that doesn't have tinsel involved is dumb. <laughs> Listen, I, I, yeah, I should probably watch my mouth a little bit. <laughs> Boy, you're going to put this online. I'm going to get a lot of angry, angry emails from... Seinfeld fans. Oh yes. Oh, actually, never mind. That would be even worse. Seinfeld fans. I mean, I love Seinfeld. It's such a Me great too. show. And actually, Festivus is fine. If that's your belief, I really, I really respect that. And you can like, you can celebrate in whatever way, shape, or form you want. 
but yeah, I'm, I mean, it's not I'm like a, a Christmas girl. I go nuts over Christmas. So <laughs> I was gonna say it's not that really. You know, I, I think that the, the goal of Festivus is be to be like you know, if you don't believe in anything, it just gives you a reason to celebrate on December twenty third. I love that. Yeah, I think that I think that, that I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> However, <laughs> the lack of tinsel is what you're really uh, the real big bone you got to pick about it. Ah, there's no tinsel. Everyone's complaining. Okay, well that's typical. Well, what, uh, what kind of what kind of show would you watch on Festivus? Because I mean, there's you know like you know there's there's always like shows related to holidays, right? Um, oh, or, like, or, or sports, right? Like football, Thanksgiving goes so great together. Right, right. Uh, what is a Festivus TV show? Seinfeld. <laughs> All right, there we go. We solved that problem. Nineties sitcoms. Nineties <laughs> sitcoms. <laughs> Actually, that sounds kind of like something I'd really enjoy. Could be like Full House. Yes. Seinfeld. Perfect Strangers. Oh, Perfect Strangers. Such a yes. good show. So good. Oh man. Excellent. Yeah. I. Uh, all right. Festivus is fine. Okay. I'm not right. saying I'll ever celebrate it again, but I. I actually. I. I kind of enjoyed this last little forty minutes of Festivus. It was nice. <laughs> And now it is done. And now it's over. <laughs> now it's done. Now we're going to go back to Christmas. But we should wish everybody a happy holidays uh, and whatever whatever you choose to celebrate. Or, or have already celebrated. Or have already celebrated. Um, happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, and, and thank you so much uh, for those that supported us and bought T-shirts. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, they, we just got our email yesterday. Uh, Jamie and I were uh, at a party and, and we got our little notification of like, your T-shirts have been shipped. Yay. And because we're in Canada, they're not going to get here till like January. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's part sucks. Yeah. But and, uh, uh, feel free to take a picture of yourself and tweet it or Instagram it to us. Yes. Um, but make sure to take the picture on your good side. It's important that you know your angles, Mark. <laughs> I'm just well, saying that it, because I, well, I insist on ta- being photographed from with, and if somebody doesn't catch me in the right angle, I'm I'm not going to flip a table about it. But uh-huh. if I have the choice, there is an angle I like to be photographed. At. Right. So I, I haven't figured out my angle yet. How do I figure this out? I got to just take a lot of. You photos have to and... take a lot of pictures. You mm. should try to do more selfies because that's that's really where you figure out what the what the good spot is. I know I'm not as happy with my profile uh, photo. I've, I've noticed that because I put a few photos of a thing. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'm happy quite with the hey. with the side profile photo. So I'm like, okay, so I got to work on the angles a little bit. You got to work way. on your angles. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. like sometimes just like looking a little bit to the side is mm-hmm. good. Um, you just have to know your angles, and then you can use them to your advantage. Now, do you stare at the camera or do you stare slightly away from the camera? Um, I mean, it depends on the mood that you want to set in your picture. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, I think that you can play around with it and really just have some fun. You, if you know your angles, then the chances of you getting a nice picture of yourself that you can post on Instagram or social media is much Mm -hmm. higher. Even Mm. if it's not you taking it, even if it's not a selfie, then you can sort of like, someone's like, oh, let's take a picture. And then someone else takes the camera. Then you can like, you know, shuffle your way over and make sure you get your good angle. Hmm. Yeah, I I believe that because I've, uh, you know, doing doing events, uh, sometimes people take photos and I'm like, oh, that's a weird angle. That doesn't even look like me. I have have no idea who this person is. It's it's me. It clearly is the person's wearing the same clothing I am. I just don't don't recognize recognize that person. Because it's a completely different angle. I'm just like, I don't understand who this person is. 
the best thing is when you are um, at an event and there's food involved and then there's a photographer and you have to spend your whole time making sure the photographer is not taking pictures of you eating and you don't because you don't want those on online. Like it's no. not they're never it's never good. It's never no. a, an appealing photo. You shoveling a tiny taco hors d'oeuvre <laughs> in your mouth with like lettuce spilling out onto your hand. Like it's never graceful. Mm-hmm. So you just have to keep an eye on that photographer and make sure that he doesn't catch you shoveling all that free food in your mouth. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, um, and one more tip. Uh-huh. You're trying to interrupt me while I'm I going am. on another rant. <laughs> I tried so gracefully, but I failed. It was really good, Mark. <laughs> but I'm going to continue talking, please. Okay, please do. The floor is yours. Actually, it was Beth Havers from Glenfiddich in the Balvenie. Mm-hmm. Who taught this little trick that when you're doing um, a whiskey tasting and you're nosing the glass um, and you put your nose in the glass, you smile while you're doing it. First uh-huh. of all, because it keeps your lips like apart. And, you, mm-hmm. and secondly, in case that photographer who's trying to catch a sneaky picture of you over by the buffet, he also is going to try to get a picture of you um, sniffing your glass. And you definitely want to make sure that you have a smile. That's a great tip. That That's very, very useful. Anyways, that's Jamie's <laughs> Photography 101. Um, do you have any um, any uh, Christmas party, holiday – do you have any holiday party uh, whiskey recommendations? You mentioned Blanton's. I think that's a – Blanton's great... is always great. It's a great host gift because it's such a beautiful bottle. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, um, you know um, – 1792 just put out a new um, bottle also. And oh, now yeah. I'm, yeah, they, they rebranded and they, they have a sort of a new look. It's very nice. It's, it's, uh, it's another one that sort of looks like a bit of a holiday. Like it's sort of, mm-hmm. you know, with a bow around it. It's really nice to present. I'm strictly talking about the bottle. I, I actually like 1792. Uh, I think it's great stuff. Um, but I always sort of, during the, the sort of holidays, you sort of take, into consideration maybe the bottle a little bit more because it's a whole presentation and sometimes you don't know what the taste of the gift the giftee the person that you're giving the gift to is so you sort of take a chance and buy a nice looking bottle and then hope that they like whatever's inside yeah i agree i mean the bottle's part of packaging right so you want that uh that that presentation there um glam rangy is a good example of just a beautiful beautiful bottle Mm -hmm. i mean blends would probably be my favorite though i I agree like such a great bottle man you hand somebody blends you're just like yes this is uh this is it um yeah and i mean you want something that's that's kind of elegant or unique um so like that that's brings out a lot of that kind of like people say wow this is whiskey mm-hmm. um and you're right 1792 <laughs> they're definitely going for that they are they are it looks very like holiday-ish like very Christmassy. so um yeah those are good i'm just trying to think if there's do you have any ones that you uh oh. actually you brought that gooderman warts uh yesterday yeah i thought yeah, that that's... was a fantastic idea because it's so like downtown toronto people are so you know, get so excited about anything that sort of references us. Cause yeah. Yeah. So we're self-centered. Um, yep. A little bit. Yes. And, <laughs> uh, the bottle again, looks awesome. It's got the distillery district, uh, which is here, um, on the label and it's Canadian, which is really hot right now. People really interested in Canadian whiskeys and it's a great yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it meets all the requirements. It's uh it's a, has a unique story. It's a four grain. It's uh 
the label the label is really just beautifully beautifully done um that's gonna be coming to the US, u.s next year um mm-hmm. yeah those are those are really good suggestions um mm-hmm. the um um yeah i think that that would be it i would say glamorangi uh good name awards um blanton's yeah, I think mm-hmm. those are all really good suggestions of whiskeys to bring over. Um, and then, yeah, just bring over some old granddad if you're, if it's just, you know, I, mean, I, I say this all the time, but instead of bringing wine, like, you know, buying the, the 10 or $20 bottle of wine, bring over some whiskey. Sure. People, people just love it more. Uh, you know, I've noticed, uh, I've noticed more and more parties among friends. It's just, it's, uh, we open up really good wines, but the topic seems to always go back towards whiskey, which I love. Um, and uh, just bring over some whiskey, and it's you can have a heel. You could bring heels over as well. I think is also a good idea. Like I've done that as well, where I've taken uh, you know uh, something that I really enjoy, and then just mm-hmm. down to the end, I just bring it to a dinner party, and then people love it. It's, there's nothing wrong with bringing uh, uh, you know uh, a heel to a to a to an event uh, where people get to drink a whiskey they wouldn't normally. So. For yeah. sure, for sure. And since you've, you know, been listening to the Whiskey Topic podcast for, you know, 41 episodes now, it's, uh, you've got a little bit of knowledge under your belt. You could do a little mini tasting. Yes, yes. Um, we should uh, do an update on that episode of uh, Whiskey Tastings, because um, we did one just entirely about Whiskey Tastings. Uh, we should do an update. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because every time you do one, you sort of learn something new. Um, Mark has learned that he needs to put out pens and and pieces of paper like Glenford does at his whiskey tastings. He needs to step oh, it up. And he has but, to leave the dog bowl off the table as a spittoon. That happened once. <laughs> once. You will yes, never live that down. That dog. Oh, Especially dog after Glenford brought out at his whiskey tasting that beautiful ceramic dish. I know. And she uses a spittoon. I was like, man, the dog bowl looks even worse now. <laughs> um, and yes, there's pens and... Pads of paper. Paper. He uses trays. He brings trays of of Glencairn glasses out, and like everything is, and he's got like you know water for everybody and and a a glass at everybody's seat. Mark, (sighs) you gotta step it up. I know, I know. I'm I'm very very much chaos. Just like here's whiskey, drink it. Tell me what you think. And and you mix them up and you. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the fun. Part of the fun. Yeah, it is. It is actually. So we'll have uh, one more episode before the new year. So uh, we'll listen to that and we'll have something special planned for you guys. And then, uh, yeah, that'll be it for the year. And then we'll start over again in January. That's right. Sober January. Sober January. Good luck to us. <laughs> Good luck to us. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Mark. Whiskey, the